0: Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net
1: Let's get this Black Panther party started let's Christopher do it. Media, let's make some noise
0: Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half ass sports fans giving their half ass opinions Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Ridge. Number
1: three I'm Chris I'm Rich Alrighty Big week Well, if you like basketball, it's a big week will continue to be a big week but I mean the Golden State they did it they, they the bar has now been reset
0: 73
1: yeah Michael, see Michael Jordan you know congratulating the team you know you know whatever statement he came out with you know probably want to end it with motherfuckers
0: <laughs> pretty much yeah Dude, Jordan's so petty. Remember his fucking Hall of Fame speech like he was just calling people out from high school and shit. Like he's such a petty fuck that you know he's not happy his record got broken. Yeah, fuck this guy too. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, Jordan uh not not exactly not exactly a uh, cordial gentleman in defeat or in in having records broke. Yeah, Michael but Jordan
1: hey. is known to be kind of a dick. Well, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I guess I, if I, you're the, Michael
0: Jordan, you can be There's that, and the fact that that might be what is part of, really, the makeup that makes these guys as good as they are and as competitive as they are. Got that eye of the tiger. It's an alpha male bullshit, you know? Mouth
1: of the dickhead.
0: (laughs) Speaking of uh, the same day as Golden State. Speaking of dickheads. (laughs) Kobe's last game where he apparently played the Washington Generals. (laughs) I know, right? He were like, he scored 60 on 50 shots.
1: Yeah, Bill Burr had the best reaction to it ever. Congratulations to Kobe Bryant, Hall of Fame career, going out with 60 points on 50 shots, which I thought was perfect. You never considered your teammates your entire career. Why would you do it on your last night? (laughs) There it is. (laughs) I thought it was the perfect way you went out. Like I thought, that was the perfect encapsulation of it. It, it. it seemed very Kobe-esque. Like fuck it, give me, give me. The, but he was being fed too. Let's let's not be. You know, let's not put it all on Kobe. I mean, it, I think the the game plan on Wednesday was give Kobe the ball.
0: Well, neither team was really playing for anything. Playing for anything, and yeah, I mean it's L.A., so it was going to be a production no matter what. Everybody came out. I mean, they did what? One point? Said they did one point two million in mer- in Kobe merchandise alone that night at the sa- at the Staples Center. So it's like, holy shit, you know? Like obviously, well, the they fucking, they, they, uh, they had to deliver. They couldn't sit him on the bench for fucking most of the game. They knew that the Lakers' Twitter broke. Not surprising.
1: Lakers' Twitter account goes down during Kobe's finale. From uh, ESPN.com, we should be crediting things that we're reading. First of all, Mamba Day. Come on, that's the best they could come up with. Like, do you see that shit all day on Wednesday? Yeah,
0: yeah. They might as well have called it Mamba Week. Yeah, seriously. I mean, as far as ESPN's concerned, because even ESPN Radio, they started on Saturday with that shit.
1: Yeah, it says as soon as Kobe hit the court, the Lakers' Twitter came to a grinding halt. Didn't completely go down, but scheduled tweets failed to send, and some users experienced difficulties accessing the site and sending tweets. But that was nothing compared to later in the game when the Lakers' official Twitter account disappeared completely. The at Lakers' Twitter account appeared back on the site with about eight minutes left in the fourth quarter after not having tweeted for more than 30 minutes. Breaking Twitter. And, man, I don't know if we talked about this or maybe if this was, like, some uh, water-cooler chatter uh, at work, but, like, way to make it all about you for, like, an entire year. Like, Jordan, it was like, is he or isn't he? I don't know. Like, he waited till after, you know, his last ring—well, the first time, anyway. You know, his last ring to do it, but Kobe made the decision, what, you know, in the beginning of the season— so yeah, it could just be, like, all about him for the whole year. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's well, kind of speaks to the... a
0: narcissistic dick he is. Yeah, but that's the new thing with these sports, with these uh, high-profile and superstar sports guys. Like, I'd, I'd like to say it st- I know it started before Mariano Rivera. Like, when he announced that his season was going to be, the season he was playing was going to be his last, like, every team he went to was that, gave did him that, something.
1: Did that predate, I'm taking my talents to South Beach?
0: No. No, so, that, did, that didn't.
1: Because I think, like, that's the line in the sand, really, is starting with that. You know, when LeBron, you know, had this big media event say where he was going to go after Cleveland. But it's the media's fault, too, for feeding into him. For saying, all right, yeah, sure, we'll give you a half. Okay, but here's, yeah.
0: here's my point. When Mariano Rivera did it, the Yankees weren't going to win the series that year. When, G- when Jeter did it, same there. All right. Now you have Big Poppy doing it. Red Sox stunk it up last year. Don't look like they're going to be doing anything as far as tearing the world up this year. So is this really – is it the athletes or is it the the organization sitting out with the athletes going, you know, we could really use – a little boost here. I mean, because look at the Lakers. The Lakers fucking just laid a steaming pile oh, yeah, at center court Awful. all fucking summer. I mean, all all summer, all year. So yeah, I mean, is it is it the organiz- is it the organization going to the stars and going, hey, why don't we do this? It'll also you know give you your name brand, your your Q rating or whatever the fuck they call it these days. It'll boost you up. You can get sent off into retirement, maybe set you up for another job. You know, boost your profile even more than it's already. I mean, of course, I don't think Kobe's going to be doing anything like analyzing or coaching anytime soon. But, I mean, I could see Jeter doing it. Fairly well-spoken guy. You know the females will turn to tune into him. <laughs> But
1: to... <laughs> Uh, another sign I think, though, of the players getting out of hand uh, in playing devil's advocate to your argument is look at what's just been going on all year in Cleveland with LeBron. Was it this year or last year where he, like, wanted the coach fired and got the coach fired, and he's holding meetings with the team without the coach? Yeah, like, that was last year. the fuck's all that, man? I know he's good. He's going to be considered one of the greatest players of all time. But he ain't got the hardware, bro. He ain't got that Jordan hardware. He ain't got that Kobe hardware. Ball as hard as you want, but when it comes down to it, it's going to be... What you got on your fingers, you know, or a display case, you know, whatever you choose to do.
0: Well, these days it's a lot more of uh, how marketable are you? It, it doesn't even, I don't even think it matters about the hardware. I mean, let's be honest. I, one of my favorite players in recent memory for from the NBA was Allen Iverson. Not that big. They listed him at 6'1, first of all. Anybody listening, I hope you realize they lie there. Asses off more than fucking online dating profiles about the size as far as height and weight for all these athletes. I've seen alan Iverson next to people who I know to be fucking smaller than six foot one, and he's eye to eye with them. So he's not—he wasn't a big guy. He played with a lot of heart, but look at all the coaches they brought in. I mean, he had Larry Brown. We sitting here. I supposed to be the franchise (laughs) player, and we in here talking about
1: practice. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Not a game. Not a, not a, not the game you know, that I can, go out can't can't bring him up. Not bring that up. It's like one of the I most know. famous sports sound bites ever.
0: I just wish we had the one with his mom going. Did Tawana tell you that? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the one that I love. But uh no man, they they brought coaches in They were like, look, you know, and and he, yeah, I, I forget his coach at Georgetown, but. All those coaches were, you know, like a father figure to him. If you go back and look at the interview from about ten years ago, did it with Stephen A. Smith, he he talks about it. He's like, you know, they had to jerk a knot in my ass, especially when I was younger because I was wild. I didn't want to listen to anybody. Where is that? I can't imagine a coach doing that to LeBron. I can't imagine a coach doing that to, you know, Bryce Harper, any superstar, any sport. Well, because now you
1: got that those fucking uh, millennial self entitled motherfuckers coming in. To the league, which has to be super fun for people in charge.
0: Well, you know, it goes back. It goes back to the shit with the Lakers. The dude who fucking recorded uh, Swaggy P there and put his put his business out there on the video about him screwing around on. Uh, D'Angelo that, Williams. That, yeah, screwing around on that marginally talented white bitch. whatever her fucking name is, the Australian chick who thinks she can rap. He's weird looking. But anyways, I think she's, hot. I think she's weird looking. Anyway. Talking about it with people, people younger than me, they're like, "Well, we're just so used to growing up and everything about your life being out there that that's just normal." And I'm like, "Normal? That's a private conversation." Yeah. I mean, it's that, like the Donald Sterling it's thing when illegal. his old lady re- when his old lady recorded him and put it out there. Yeah, what he said was some fucked up shit, but ultimately that was an invasion of that man's privacy. And that tells you the the, the the character of the person you're dealing with to where they do some shit like that, put that shit out there for their own benefit, or as, huh, oops, a joke, or, oh, I got hacked. You got hacked? Really? Really? I I, I find that hard to believe.
1: You know, right?
0: I don't work with... I'm the only person dumb enough to walk around with my phone unlocked all the time at work. Everybody else's phone, you got to put in, like, the nuclear secret passcode to get in there. And so... I find it hard to believe that this 21-year-old kid, 20-year-old kid's phone was just left sitting unlocked, and someone just went in there, happened to look at that video, and go, let me post that.
1: No, dude, you sent it to your boy, and you fucking forgot you played in the NBA, and the rest is history.
0: Yeah. Sound. But it is, it is, man, I... In ten years, it's going to be a completely different athlete than the athletes we grew up with because they're just going to be so used to it. I mean, you Everyone's can go gonna on have Twitter sex tape. We, <laughs> you can go on Twitter and interact with athletes in a way that it seems like a personal way, but it really isn't. But it's a lot closer than you could get to them twenty years ago, thirty punk, years ago. Punk bitch on Twitter. Yeah, right at him. I mean, you I'm know, I'm sure you can do that now.
1: Like I'm sure if you're a Detroit Lion and you drop a pass, I'm sure you get a few awesome tweets.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely.
1: But Jimmy Howard's been getting his fair share of awesome tweets
0: <laughs> this season. Oh God, Howard. Yeah. The 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 overachiever in the in the in the bank and underachiever on the ice. If only he played as well as he was paid.
1: We switching the gears? Are we can talk about hockey now
0: or There's only really only one story to talk about, and that is the last couple minutes of game two of Wings. Uh, Lightning, and in Game Three, basically from what I saw on the tape I saw and have re- reviewed multiple times, um, uh, Brad Richards got pretty much in a scuffle with a guy in front of the in front of a Bishop Lightning's goalie, and Abukater was skating by, and two guys, two of the Lightning jumped on his back, and he wasn't having it and he just went flat out like crazy ass Mike Tyson wanting to bite ears off and fucked one of their players up and the way it's been reported in the national news is he viciously attacked this player okay well if that's the way you choose to look at you choose to look at it that way all right so obviously that's how game two ended and it was a 5-2 loss for the wings so they go into game three. They switch goalies. They bring in Matt uh, Morazic. They put him in. And sure as shit, it's a 2-0 victory for the Wings. Here comes... Well, we got to get a fight going. Got to get a fight going. So they go to fight with Applicator. And this is how fucked up the NHL is. His hand was taped up from the fight from game two. And in the NHL, if you drop the gloves and your hands are taped up, and if you, if you cut another player with the tape on your hands... That's a game misconduct and a suspension. Damn. So, so he, he didn't drop the gloves, so everyone's going, oh, now he's a punk bitch because he jumped the guy in game two. No, he didn't jump a guy in game two. He had two guys on his back, and he lost his fucking mind. On top of it, he was getting his team was getting crushed, and he'd had enough of it because Tampa's been bringing the body to the game. That has been the most physical playoff series I've seen the Red Wings in in a while. I mean Tampa is dominating them in the physical game. The Wings are not a big team. I mean, they're a fast team, but they don't really have grinders and they damn sure don't have fucking enforcers. So they're out there getting just bounced around like whack-a-mole and applicator who's the one guy on the team that they pay to go in there and mix it up if it needs to happen, did his job. Looking at this game two a challenge drew out of center ice away for the play the wings bring the puck to center Boyle settled that issue with off to see you and off breaks up the rush with a speedy Larkin in there with under a minute to go it's hooked in front puck is loose Bishop gets out to handle it now he got
1: Richards grabbed as he went after Schuster applicator running in there And there's a few members of the lightning that's a brawl take a dude there's like numerous <laughs> white sweaters throwing punches Two members of the Lightning are anxious to get on him. I'm not sure who's on the bottom of the pile there on the receiving end. Holy shit. Dude, this is four-minute video. is 40 seconds in. Is this what kind of party it was? Yeah. Damn. The headline did say bench-clearing brawl.
0: Oh, no, no. This was 40 seconds left in the third period, game two.
1: No, I'm saying in the video. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: No, no, like, God, no. holy see Richards was frustrated because Schuster had him covered really well do I have to say this audio is courtesy of Fox
0: no, if he was a
1: stick, maybe that's
0: why we Richards just did yeah he gave him a pretty good two-hander well, was in there Blunden's bloody
1: is that Mickey Redmond or does just every cocky color guy sound like him no, it's not Mickey at all.
0: So so that's why, yeah, now Blunden wants a piece of him now. Like, okay, we're both standing up now. Let's go. Come on.
1: Dude, like ref in between him and my man still wants to hit him.
0: Oh, two refs. Yeah, this is this is Right. This this series and the series last year between the two, this has the makings to make a nice rivalry for for the foreseeable future.
1: When they were Eisenman's uh, running the front office.
0: Yes, it is. And then, now this is this is just my personal opinion. When they came back to Detroit for Game Three, apparently during a little scuffle, applicator had some dipshit at the fucking show with impeccable aim and no fucking self control, chucked a fucking ten dollar beer and hit the fucking Lightning's player. So right there, it's like, yeah, come on, guys. First of all, Detroit fans, didn't you learn from the fucking malice at the palace? Seriously?
1: I know, right? We get the dubious distinction of
0: of that going down. Okay, and let me tell you something. You can go and look on YouTube of players and fans in hockey. Hockey players are not basketball players. All right. They will go over the fucking ice to get to you, They'll or over the ice to get to you, and snatch you and pull you into the fucking penalty box and beat the shit out of you. Domi did it at least once, but there's multiple tapes of it all over the place. So, Detroit fans, specifically hockey fans in general, you're not a fucking professional athlete. The most yeah. pussy player on the ice, who you think's the biggest pussy who's ever walked the face of the earth, could beat the shit out of you with one hand tied behind <laughs> his, <laughs> his back. a hole in your face. He is a professional athlete. His job is to work out and be athletic 24-7. You're yeah. a dipshit who's who's paying $10 a beer with a fucking spare tire around your fucking gut. Sit your ass in your seat and enjoy the fucking game. And the rant. Sorry, I just that irritates the piss out of me.
1: Take that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Need an exclamation point. But, yeah, man. It's two too... Uh, there's still fucking hope, you know, for all these dipshits. Like, why did we have? Why? Why did we have to adopt this goddamn song? Why? I- Whenever I go out of town, two people in bars love to play this shit on the jukebox. And I tell them like, I'm straight on this. I'm just like, I'm straight on Kid Rock. I'm straight on Bob Seger. Like, you know, you don't have to play this shit for me. <laughs> you know.
0: Ugh. Amen. Hey man, Journey, for our generation, because when we were kids we remember Journey when they were f- actually around, and the joke that they were, well, what? the next generation has forgot that, they never knew that, so they didn't even forget it, they just don't know it, so they just go, oh, that's a great song, that's great, that's wonderful, and it's the cheesiest shit ever, but my whatever.
1: argument always for people like, why don't you like Journey, and my answer is always the video for separate ways, that is why <laughs> I don't like Journey. Dude, Air Keyboard man. Who fuck plays Air Keyboard?
0: <laughs> they did. Well, well, not only that, but for me, what sealed my dislike for Journey was during basketball when they're playing and <laughs> yeah. for a psych out, he's like Steve <laughs> Perry. Should have been down. <laughs> no, you said no more Steve Ferry psych outs. Ah,
1: <laughs> oh, it's goddamn awful. Ah, uh, well, yeah,
0: it's just. Yeah, yeah. Here, those, tards got it,
1: those tards got those got hope because it's two one. Oh, they're only down one game, dude. They're you're gonna fucking crush us. Red Wings are making their first round exit entertaining. It's not gonna be a sweep, but they played for the cup last year. You know they have, don't they have a ring recently within the last five years? Yeah, so, I mean it's like even in rebuilding mode, we make the playoffs. But we have clearly
0: been in rebuilding mode for maybe the last what
1: two, three seasons? Would you say?
0: Yeah, I'd say I, I'd say probably since 2011. Yeah, like, like I was gonna honestly, say five 2009. Years, yeah. it was the, 2009, they went to the finals and of course lost to to, to Pittsburgh. But Cindy Crosby, at, they they yeah Holland, his first major fuck up on the road to where we're at now was letting Hosa go and signing uh Johan Franzen over Hosa. and Hosa went to Chicago and Chicago now has. What two, three cups since then? So yeah, they're getting in the realm of dynasty. Yeah, Detroit's doing its 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 early or no, Detroit's doing its mid to late nineties Chicago Blackhawks impersonation. If we can't win the game, we'll win the fights. So I mean, they just don't have the enforcers as of yet, and because of the way the game has been changed in the last 20 years there's not the guys you can sign like Jim Cummings and Enrico Ciccone and just throw them out there when you know it's a complete loss and go okay don't score a goal but I want to see where the fights were on the ice draw blood you know and just send them out there with one thing and one thing only to do. But yeah, I mean it's it's turned into a, a you know, a pretty good pretty good series I think and it'll make the regular season interesting, that's for sure. Cuz for them to fight in the playoffs, anyone who's a hockey fan knows it takes quite a lot because there's too, so much on the line. So
1: isn't so- hockey the longest uh Oh, no. Who has who longer series up to the final, baseball or hockey? Because both seems like they have like five rounds. Like, Jesus
0: Christ. I- no, baseball has the game 163, uh, the, one, the one, one game playoff. They get the um, DS and then the CS, right? And then a the World Series, yeah. All right. Hockey has four rounds. Hockey and ba- basketball have the same amount of rounds.
1: Yeah, so it's fucking it's a grind, man. And those playoffs—it's like a whole nother season,
0: it's like another it's, half a season. Yeah, it's what they, it's, they call it—the second season for a reason.
1: Well, technically, I think it's like a quarter of a season if you really break down the numbers. So, so we do do now. Do we jump back to the Pistons? We really didn't see the game. I think Kevin Love came through at the last second for Cleveland. Hook him up, put him ahead. First of all, I mean that's a nice defense to both teams with a score like that. But, uh, I mean, they still put up 101 on the Cavs. Cavs put 106 up on them. But they, they didn't get rolled over. Is that a good sign?
0: Maybe? For a young team, yeah. I would say it's a good sign. I mean, as long as – if they can keep this series close, like I think a successful series for them would be to win two games and have every game be within maybe 5, 10 points. I think that would be a successful a successful season and a series to end the season on.
1: Just don't get blown
0: out is what you're saying. Yeah, you know, prove prove close, that you guys. Know, you deserve prove that you deserve to be there. You know, don't don't do a uh, uh, what was it? 2011 uh, Detroit Lions where they went in the playoffs against New Orleans Saints and Saints never punted once in the fucking game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that should tell you something. Like that was oh, we're just happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing. If Detroit, if Detroit can go, you know what? Fuck it. It's not about being happy to be here. It's about we're here and we deserve to be here, and we're gonna we're gonna make them work to get through the through us. Then yeah, I'd consider that. Did they
1: still come out to this? I'm such a half ass fan.
0: I have like, no idea,
1: man. Like or did None they? Are... Like is Joe Dumars still with them? Like or did no, they? Yeah, no. they fight. So did this man, leave? Gun, with, did this leave with Joe Dumars?
0: I I don't know. All I know is that Van Gundy runs the entire show. Oh, oh, really? He's not just a coach? Like, he's a man? Yep. Yes, sir. So, yep, you better you better uh, stay in the good graces of that man if you want to be on the team.
1: He's bitching about the officials. We're in our notes. God damn it, I closed them. <laughs> Let's get rid of this. Well now he started singing. That's the awful part.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mean the beginning wasn't awful? Yeah, well basically Van Gundy said a couple calls this is the quote, a couple calls have upset our guys. They gotta understand LeBron is LeBron. They're going they're not gonna call offensive fouls on him. He gets to do whatever he wants. They've got to understand that. Which is a really passive aggressive way of basically saying, Hey look, he's a star, he's getting the uh, the Michael Jordan calls.
1: The non calls if you yes, will. Yes,
0: yes, they'll look the other way.
1: Yeah, the he's he's our moneymaker right now. He's putting butts in the seats. Let the man be the man.
0: But, I mean, this is a, this is a time-honored tradition with coaches because I remember Jimmy Johnson, when he was uh, coaching at the U, he said about Notre Dame, he told his guys, he goes, when we go play in, in, at Notre Dame, we cannot let it come down to the last play because they're going to give the call to Notre Dame. And sure as shit, that's exactly what happened. And when they questioned him after the game, he said, I, I told my guys that we cannot let it get down to the last play of the game because if it comes to that, they're going to give the call to Notre Dame. Look at the video, you tell me who they gave the call to. I, I feel he was pretty much right. They did. Notre Dame got a very good call on that. And that's but that's what happens. When you are it's 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 the same thing in it's the same thing in baseball with pitcher strike zones. If you're known as a strikeout pitcher, you got a little bit of leeway with the strike zone. If you're known as a guy who's a little bit wild, who walks people, your strike zone just shrunk. So, and you have to, you have to take in consideration the human aspect of this. Every official is different. Every official feels, okay, I'm not going to call this, but I'll call this. I mean, in hockey, it used to be, you had to basically try to kill someone for there to be a five on three in the playoffs. And I've seen five on threes in this playoffs year so far. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous. So, It's just the nature of the beast in the NBA. If you're the star, you get the call or you get the non-call. He's basically telling them the truth, but he can't be that honest. That's really his problem. He's too fucking honest here. And you just in sports, you can't be this honest. You have to say the fucking pat answer and give it to them and go, "Well, you know, our team played hard, and you know, they were disappointed in a couple calls, but you know, we can't let that. We can't use that as an excuse. We have to tighten up and come back for game two and say all the same shit that every every coach says. But Van Gundy isn't like that, so course he's gonna take a little dig at lebron take a little dig at the fucking <laughs> officials
1: Wouldn't the sports talk answer here be a well no score more points than them and
0: it doesn't matter yeah pretty much it's it all pretty much it really it really is kind of fucked up because in uh in sports it's like oh you don't like the guy celebrating after a touchdown don't let him score it's 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 kind of it's kind of like a half-ass uh oh you got raped oh you shouldn't have been in that neighborhood wearing that you know it's like damn <laughs> Like wow, man! You guys are just fucking assholes about this shit, aren't you? There's a you? tinge of truth Walked to up. that.
1: Not the rape thing, the scoring thing. Hey, man! hold new field goal. If you don't fucking like that shit, don't let him run on you.
0: Thirty yards. Man. No, no. Hey, and here's the thing: as long said, as the sports mentality, though. As long as the celebration is within the rules, then what can you do? You know, it's like it's like anything else. Oh well, Bill Belichick does it all the time. Jesus and khakis over at Michigan. He's 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 a good he's another one that's good at it. He's one they're the they're the type of coaches that find a way to look at the rule book and and play between the rules. They're not exactly breaking it, but they're sure putting some bend to those rules. And well, if the game allows it, the game allows it. You can't bitch and cry. You want to bitch and cry? Okay, we'll get the get the rule change like they did with satellite camps in NCAA football. You know, no more satellite camps. Can't do that, etc., etc. They changed the rule. Well, you don't want the guys celebrating. Don't let them score. But there is a there is rules to what you can do. I mean, you can't you can't do some shit like in the movie The Replacements. <laughs> 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 you got eleven guys on the field with a choreographed celebration. Like there is no any given Sunday shit going on. So I still watch it if it's on TV and I see it and I'm bored.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you got to watch it every fall, right? Isn't it straight up September or October viewing as far as movies go?
0: To to me, when that movie comes on, and it's the off season, because I know people, I know, and the NFL is year round now. Mm-hmm. Case in point, the draft coming up, and people are just like, like this is bad teams. Super Bowl is the draft, yeah. So they're all excited, woo, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, I don't give a shit. Just tell me who they drafted. Like first rounds on Thursday, second rounds on Friday. But I don't need all that shit. Do it in two days. Do it in one day. Start yeah. the fucking thing at seven o'clock in the morning on the East Coast. I don't give a shit, but. Hey, they gotta milk that money. These sports teams, apparently they're not making enough money. So what next? Advertising on jerseys? Oh wait. Oh too late
1: NBA twenty seventeen. They're gonna do it. Really? Here we go. I mean, it's on now. You can fucking slap your company logo on LeBron James ass cheeks. It's all over now.
0: Oh yeah. It's 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 no slippery slope. This is just the the, the, the floor dropped out from underneath uh All four major sports.
1: Can individual players now just be sponsored by a company? Could, like, just LeBron just be a a walking Nike swoosh now during the game? Like, we'll give you an extra $10 million for you to be Captain Nike.
0: And, you know, what's going to happen with... uh Conflict of interest, you know. Okay, LeBron, he's got Nike in his corner. Let's say Adidas decides to sponsor the Cavs, that's going to be an issue. Yeah, no, you right? Know that's going to be an issue.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I can't, uh, you know, uh, got my agreements and so. I don't, know, I don't know if that's how he talks. Just being racist, right. he- apparently. <laughs> we
0: well, got the deep voice right. I don't know if he stutters that much, but yeah. But uh, no, man, just. It's it's. I'm surprised that it happened to the NBA first. Honestly, I figured it either happened NFL man. Well, either the NFL because it's so high profile, and that is the money hungriest sports organization. Or
1: baseball because they're the most stationary.
0: No, I was gonna <laughs> say hockey. I was gonna say hockey. Really? Because they yeah. need the money. Yep. You got the you got the haves and and the have nots in terms of. The, the the four major sports, you know, football being the top, hockey being the bottom, and I figured either it would come from the top or the bottom. Definitely not the NBA. But you know, it brought up another point. I was talking about this with somebody. They're like, "What are they going to do with jerseys? Are they going to sell jerseys with the advertisements on it? No one's going to want that." And I said, "Really? Have you seen the team? The soccer teams? People want the authentic jerseys. They get the advertisements on them. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Yeah, this is just going to just." The floodgates have opened. So if, if you're a jersey collector, if you like jerseys, if you, if you if you don't want to pay 400 dollars for a Mitchell and Ness throwback, you buy think? up some blank jerseys and put the players you like on them now. <laughs> yeah, or or maybe buy up some blank jerseys and keep them for the future players you might like because <laughs> once this shit starts. You're going to have to, I'm telling you, you're going to have to go to a place or you're going to have to do it yourself and have the patch, the, the advertisement patches taken off.
1: Yeah, there's going to be somebody who, like, I can't wear that jersey. The situation, like, brought up with LeBron. It, and they got to make him his own special jersey or some shit like that. Like, it's going to, uh, here we Remember basketball? You know, they were talking about this, the <laughs> the, uh, the condition that sports was in. You know, was mm-hmm. supposed to be so far in the future. I mean, it's getting there. You know, it's just like idiocracy. Like, what's supposed to be this soon? Cause what else? Yeah. What else can we sponsor now? Shit. Well,
0: look at the, look at the uh, president of football operations brought to you by that college football has college football. They sponsor everything. Like even the head of the athletic department is sponsored. It's insane. Are you and you're telling me that, that college football who does not have to pay their players doesn't make enough money? I mean, they make I don't care.
1: so much money. You know, how much more their stadiums hold. And they're still charging crazy amounts for tickets.
0: like Oh, or seat licensing. So you have to pay yeah. for the privilege of paying again for a fucking seat.
1: And they'll sell you, like a, they'll sell you a spot on a bench at a college game. Like They yep. don't even sell you a seat. You just got a place for your ass. You're not guaranteed an armrest at your a college game.
0: You're butt cheek to butt cheek with two guys with no shirts on and their stomach painted. Yep. Yeah. Hope everyone used Right Guard that day.
1: Fucking, I mean, they are just fucking revenue generators for universities, and if they don't fucking... Like, that's what I, my problem is, is how these, like, how they pretend like they're not. You, you know, like, oh, it's the, you know, they want to give their shout-outs to the drama department and the band. Like, well, fuck you, really? Like, you'll never see no 110,000 people at a choir concert.
0: And see, this is this is what irritates the shit out of me with this, is that, okay, so the quote about this is, the media landscape is changing. People are watching less live television outside of sports. People are watching fewer commercials. This will become an important opportunity for companies for connecting directly with their consumers. Okay, first of all. Have you ever seen a fucking commercial that's made you go, I have to go out and buy that product that you had no interest or no need for before you saw the commercial?
1: Uh, maybe a couple times, but like, not like, I have to leave right now and go get this product. No, like, oh, hey, that's cool. Maybe I'll get that. And then I get it. But I mean, not like, I have to leave right now. Lock up. Party's over. I'm heading to Walmart. No, never had that kind of moment.
0: I mean, this shit is basically, you know what this is? This is this is upselling in sports. <laughs> it's like when you go to McDonald's and they say, thank you for choosing McDonald's today. Would you like to try a number one? No, thank you. Okay, we'll go ahead with your order. And then you order and they go, would you like would, to add this? No. Like would you like pie? to add this? No. That's I told you. For goddamn well, that, apple pie? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I told you what the fuck I wanted. Make my shit. Take my money, gimme my food, and let me get the fuck out of my way. This is I mean it's it's what Rich, don't you
1: have to offer people the breadsticks? <sighs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to. would you like an extra ranch or or or, or, or dipping sauce with that? Yeah, fuck yes. that. Same no, thing. It, it, I
1: don't ask for goddamn ranch or dipping sauce. I bought a pop.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, I get it. And there's people probably that are listening who are like, you know, well whatever. Let them make more money if they can make more money. Something my right, cheddar, con- yo. Congratulations, but at a certain point, you're putting a dollar sign on everything. I have a problem with that. I'm sorry. I It's just there's, there's no reason for it. There's advertisements all over every arena, every stadium, yeah, everything is there's sponsored.
1: There's no more Comiskey Park. Tiger Stadium, Joe Lewis Arena, L.A. Forum, Boston Garden. There's no more of that. Now it's fucking whoever's sponsoring the fucking arena. That's a bunch yeah, of first, bullshit.
0: First Union Center. Yeah. You know, Oracle uh, Arena. Staples Center. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's like, okay, really? I don't understand. Does this i i guess i really need to look into this i can't believe it, it makes these companies that much money like the money they spend to sponsor shit i can't believe that they recoup because people go oh i went and saw a game at the staples center i better go pick up two reams of fucking printer paper at staples know, right? fuck off you know like i wonder what the new Max. fucking
1: hockey stadium in detroit's gonna be called i wonder what fucking sponsor is gonna be it's gonna be the quick and loans arena no wait that's cleveland already gilbert's already got that one well too then this is illich
0: caesar arena yeah uh, yeah i could t- i mean might as well i little mean little caesar's it, arena he's the owner of the franchise might as well throw his you know little caesar's on there
1: yeah well, i mean he doesn't own comerica park maybe he owns stakes in comerica i don't know that's maybe just comerica and eat up the dough here you go here's your money you uh, park after us bitches yeah
0: just doesn't I don't know. Doesn't sit well with me. Seems like it's it's just overkill. We we're sold, we are inundated every day with advertisements and buy this and and consume consume consume. Can I just sit down and watch grown men in spiffy colored uniforms run around and put a ball in a hoop or try to hit a ball with a bat or throw a pigskin around without having to, to you know, when they when they zoom in on them having to see Vegasil? I don't give a fuck.
1: Ooh, should Christopher Media bid on the naming rights to the new Detroit Hockey Arena? <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Hey, man, okay. check this out. I
1: got two Gs on that, Illich. All right? It's uh, Your starting bid. All
0: right? 2K. What'd you think of that? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, if you're going to go 2K, you might as well throw a zero after it and go 20000 Whoa, whoa.
1: Where's this extra 18K coming from?
0: <laughs> Talk to the person who Johnny Manziel rented the house from when he wins it in the fucking lawsuit. He's oh putting against
1: snap! Oh Johnny football, hey, dude. Is this guy? Are we already gonna throw him in the Ryan Leaf pile?
0: Like, are we? Are we getting there or what? Dude, I think we got to put him in the John Belushi pile. This motherfucker might not be here in, in, in five, ten years, Dude, let alone playing football.
1: He has been accused of causing extensive damage during parties he hosted at a Los Angeles home he rented earlier this month, according to a letter from an attorney representing the owner of the property. Evidence suggests the former Cleveland Browns quarterback and his friends were consuming drugs and alcohol. The client is seeking $31,580, including 19580 in damage. So she's stacking on 20 grand for what? Just cause?
0: Yeah, pain and suffering, I guess. Or no, I don't 50,
1: know. What is it? Uh, no, that's 12 grand. Yeah. 12, 12 grand just cause? Oh, Got to pay the attorney. Uh, what's What's impressive is that damage was done over two days. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, suspended Browns wide receiver Josh Gordon reportedly was at the
0: ho- Man, wasn't he suspended for weed? I know that's yeah. What I what I love is later, in it, it says uh, the 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 owner was like uh, there was extensive burn marks from cigarettes and marijuana. How, uh, how do you know, know the difference? Yeah, yeah. did
1: it smell like trees. Was there a bong <laughs> turned over and on fire? Was there a couple roaches
0: laying around? Yeah. I mean, I imagine they got the money to where they don't fucking collect the roaches. I know, like, right. some people I know that smoke weed are like, no, 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 don't empty that ashtray yet. I haven't gone through it and checked for roaches. But, I mean, come on, man. Like, who the fuck butts a fucking joint on the fucking carpet?
1: Wine I stains mean, I, that, that cannot can be removed. It. A broken glass table and a broken door. Sounds like they had a goddamn throwdown. Hey, man. A Manziel is just obviously Dude, this guy's got to knock that shit off, man. This is another. Oh no. This is that millennial mentality we were talking about earlier in the show. This is a guy. First of all, he comes from the entitled generation, anyways, and he's fucking probably had. If you think about it, this kid's probably had the world handed to him since he's like twelve. Like he since. He comes from
0: money. He comes from money.
1: Yeah, so he comes from money. They probably realized he was good at football around like middle school. So he's probably just like between coming from money and being good at football. He's probably just had just the world handed to him. For the last fucking decade plus, you know, he's what, 22, 23? Uh-huh. He's going to be one of those casualties. You know, we're going to see him on the news in 10 years. It'll be a shitty job for that he's, he'll probably end up doing. I don't know. Dad's got money, so it'll probably all fucking work out for him.
0: I, I just, I, da- right as far as as far as his career in football is, is concerned, da- Dad will just pretty stuff much, him in a desk job. It's pretty much over with. I can't imagine outside of a team paying him backup money to sit on a bench and sell a couple jerseys, actually being serious about him. It's obvious he's not serious about football. I mean, to the point where you know, serious he did about like, partying he did almost three months in rehab. You he came out Done, son! It's over He came out and this is what he does. His his career's over with. At this point, I'm just like, okay, how long until if you have a celebrity death pool you're a part of, I Ooh. would say start 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 adding him in there. Start Ooh. drafting him. What's it gonna be? Pills?
1: Pills and booze. Booze and pills? I, well, considering, he hit the he, smack.
0: considering that, that he was in a car accident, a single car accident, and left the scene, he was probably drunk as shit, so I could see him wrapped around a fucking telephone pole somewhere eventually.
1: Yeah, my man likes but, to drink. Mm-hmm. Not my man, but, you know.
0: Yeah, he likes to drink, and he's too dumb to call a fucking taxi or an Uber. He's, he's too, got all the money in the world, but he, you know.
1: He's too dumb to stay off social media. Like, dude, like, you have a chance so many guys it, fucking would kill for. How many dudes would kill to be in his position? I would. You would. I have no athletic ability. He's got it, and he's fucking wasting it. Like, well, he's a pretty decent player when he's got his to shit together.
0: Yeah, I mean, he could be a solid backup. He might. He might be like a... I could see him if he had his shit together being a Jeff George type player for his career. You know, he'll make some money and make you know have a nice little journeyman career. And when he retires, you know, he'll have a couple good moments if he, if he'd have kept his head on straight. I mean, he could always turn it around. But at this point, I, w- I would put the odds at less than twenty percent that he turns it around. Like and shit, plays teams. another two seasons total in the NFL.
1: Shit, teams always need quarterbacks. He could just bounce around them and be their starters for his whole career. You know, but dude, man just, he just likes partying too much, and it's gonna fucking, I I think we got ourselves another casualty. And hey, you know, uh, at least it's a white guy this time. (laughs) I mean, you you can look at it that way. What the fuck does that have to do (laughs) with anything? (laughs) Usually these stories, not white guys. Majority of them.
0: Jesus Christ. Well, to me, the final fucking page in the book of his career is that of all the people he has as his agent drew fucking rosenhouse so, mr mr fucking i'll represent anybody as long as they can get their face in front of a tv camera somewhere i mean, remember the whole thing with uh t-o and he had him and he had him work out in his driveway and shit and invited the media
1: yeah <laughs> the,
0: the man's a media whore okay i mean he's like he's like ari gold but he has no redeeming qualities when it comes to being an agent if you're on the opposite side of the, the negotiating table with them but when when, when Drew Rosenhaus said I'm not, I can't represent him anymore I can't in good conscience represent him and when Drew Rosenhaus can't in good conscience can't in good conscience represent you you have <laughs> fucked up Yeah you have fucked up that's like when they threw Steven Adler out of Guns N' Roses for doing too many drugs <laughs> Yeah like <laughs> I know right when, when Axel and Slash and Izzy You're like, hey, man, sit you down for (laughs) an intervention.
1: (laughs) Hey, man, you got to chill the fuck out. It's like getting kicked out of Motley Crue for fucking too much.
0: Exactly. It's just, it's bad, man. I know a lot of people are like, well, fuck him, man, you know, whatever. He comes from money and blah, blah, blah. All that aside, I just feel bad for the guy because he's going down a road that if he continues to go down, no good's going to come of it. And he's going to taste a lot of pain before he either, A, bottoms out and decides to do something about it. And if he's a real a really low-bottom motherfucker, his bottom, he might not come back from. It. So, you know, hey. If I was him and I was someone close to him, I would tell him, Okay, look, man, you've had two years to try to prove you're serious about playing football. And you've done absolutely everything to, to show three. us you are... You are not serious about playing football. Yeah, 14, 15, Yeah, well, this would be his third season, but yeah, he's had two full seasons, and he's completely shown him the opposite of being serious. So, if I was someone that cared about him, I go football. I'm, we're gonna put. We're gonna set it aside. Maddie's in Can Cleveland.
1: You... I mean, I, I mean, I would be, but oh shit, the Browns. Fuck, <laughs> you know.
0: Well, I mean, where's he going to go? I know his boy Vaughn Miller is out there in uh, Denver, and he's like, I'm not giving up and blah, blah, blah. Denver ain't going to put up with that shit. You think Elway's going to put up with that shit for one fucking second? Hell no. Hell no. Elway's big, gumpy asshole come down out the fucking skybox, bitch slap Johnny <laughs> all around, and go, fool, if you don't fucking do what I tell you to do, I'm going to throw you to my defensive line. They're going to yeah. treat you like the white boy and first day in prison. You'll be released
1: okay. after three days. Johnny Manzo gets signed and gets dropped. will come out all in the same week. What's Maybe the case? same news cycle.
0: It's that old Chris Rock skit, you know. Can't have anything nice in the hood. Great, got got a club grand opening. I gotta bust a cap in this grand closing, you know. Like, yeah, he might as well walk inside, and a revolving door hasn't even stopped, and he might as well just walk back out. That's what if he does. That's what he might as well do. But I, it's just, it's sad. It's a waste of talent. I mean, the guy was entertaining. I don't mind the guys that kind of. Hot dogging a little bit on the football field. Football is like the one sport that it's like, man. You every play could be your last. I mean, literally, the, that threat is there more than almost any other sport.
1: Well, then get your shit together. Get it all together and put it in a backpack, all your shit, so it's together. And if you got to take it somewhere, take it somewhere. You know, take it to the shit store and sell it, or, or put it in a shit museum. I don't care what you do. You just got to get it together. Get your shit together. <laughs>
0: Pretty much, Ben. Yeah, I mean that's, that's 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 what it comes down to. And it's uh, he could have he could have been at least an interesting beat writers, or you know, he'd have made B writers in Cleveland's in- life interesting for a couple seasons outside of the way he did. I mean, if he had just actually played football, he did, and the wrong way, exactly, exactly. It's like the little kid who you know is constantly getting yelled at and spanked. Well, he's always getting attention, but it's not the right type of attention. So, I don't know. I If he plays in the NFL again, like, I mean, seriously plays. Not signed, sit on the fucking bench. If he seriously plays, I would be shocked. I just, I don't think there's any coming back from this. You don't think
1: form. Uncle Jerry down in Dallas would fucking put up with this shit?
0: Uh, I Well, I mean, if he wins, I mean, let's be honest here. Jerry down there, J- Jerry doesn't care as long as Jerry wins. He yeah. is, he is the, he's the off-brand Al Davis. Just win, baby. I mean, you had motherfuckers running drug cartels in <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> Dallas in the early 90s. you know, Yeah. So, as long as you're bringing home the Super Bowls, he don't give a shit, man. He, you know, you beat your wife, beat your kids, whatever. Get out there and win on Sunday. That's all I care about. <sighs> all right. Well, I guess we should close on something a little bit more happy. Yeah. And that is the NFL schedule. Ooh.
1: We're doing the yes. uh, NXU's talking about football, but hey, I like football.
0: Hey, man, football, once again, it's a, it's now a year-round sport. Even someone like me who's kind of annoyed by that fact, I can't deny it.
1: NFL Network exists. It doesn't go fucking uh, off the air <laughs> after the Super Bowl. There's year-round programming, but the schedule, the schedule is out. For us, it's good news, being in Detroit.
0: In theory, yeah.
1: Yeah, in theory, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, who's Who has the toughest schedule this year? Who's on top of the list?
0: Well, according to Bill Barnwell over at ESPN, it is San Francisco 49ers. Followed by. Oh, yeah, because
1: they got Colin Kaepernick.
0: Followed by uh, the Rams in L.A., Miami, which, well, well, Sue, we're about to see if you're going to earn your money because. Mm-hmm. You sure, you sure didn't seem like you did last year. Uh, <laughs> and you got the always always interesting Jets at four. Five is New Orleans. Six is Buffalo. Seven is New England. New England's one of them teams, until they prove me wrong, I don't think they even fucking worry about strength of schedule.
1: Yeah. They just
0: go, we're going to win every game until you prove us wrong. That's how they think. I, I honestly believe that that is their mentality there in New England. Atlanta at number eight. Oh. <sighs> I saw a different ranking, which had Tampa Bay, I believe, at number six, and this one they have them at number nine. I don't, I don't still see a winning season for them, but it's, uh, my poor bucks, whatever. Then you have uh, the oft snake bit Browns at ten, Arizona eleven. Hopefully, the Johnny Manziel less Denver Broncos <laughs> twelve. <laughs> Baltimore thirteen, Seattle fourteen, Washington fifteen, Oakland at sixteen, Carolina at seventeen. That could be interesting.
1: Yeah, could they just keep rolling? Well, I mean, didn't win the Super Bowl, but I mean, could they have the could they have the perfect season again? Or no, wait, they didn't. They they lost one, right? Yeah, Atlanta yeah. fucking beat them. That's right. Took the pressure off that one.
0: But yeah, Carolina. Let's see how hard they partied in the off season. How much that's stuck in their fucking head, or if, or if the loss is really stuck in their head.
1: Or yeah, or if fired them up. Like fuck that, not losing that shit again.
0: See if yep. they make a run back. 18 you got Indianapolis. You got the Eagles at 19, Kansas City at 20, Pittsburgh at 21, which is remind me of Pittsburgh because I want to I want to bring something up about Pittsburgh. I heard someone talking about it the other day. I think it was a very good point. Uh, San Diego at 22. Houston at twenty three. Well, Houston, they don't even have a starting quarterback for sure at this point, do they?
1: All they got's is J.J. Watt. <laughs> That's all they got right now.
0: I know they they signed uh uh whatever the guy the the, the backup to Manning. They signed oh, him, but I, Brock
1: Osweiler.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure he's. Are even, they still uh,
1: fucking with Arian Foster? Or are they finally ending that tumultuous relationship? I'm not- I'm league. not sure.
0: I'm not sure to be honest with you. See, this is the problem with the off season. as much as unless you watch NFL Network, unless you live in these cities, you really don't hear about the little moves that the teams are doing unless it's like, you know, released or retired, something along those lines. Like they could just be burying them on a depth chart and you probably won't know it until spring or uh, OTAs. Yeah, Cincinnati at 24, Minnesota at 25. Here's where it gets interesting for Lions fans or people, fans of the uh, NFC North. You got Minnesota at 25, Jacksonville at 26, which is, okay, whatever. Dallas at 27, which could be interesting. Then you got Green Bay at 28, Tennessee at 29, Giants at 30, and to round it out at 31 and 32, respectively, is Detroit and Chicago. So you, so you have all the teams from the NFC North – in the in the bottom half on strength of schedule, which means what? I mean, I don't even. Do we want to throw like reckless speculation out about what the NFC North will look like by the end of Week 17?
1: It would be like this: every team. this. Everyone to be like, you know, fucking, you know, fifteen and one. Everyone could be double digits. But I mean, you never know. We were talking before the, the show was rolling. Is uh, the NFL can just change on a dime? <clears throat> one injury oh, yeah. or one arrest. Let's face it, <laughs> I mean could change everything.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't see Detroit doing anything special. Green Bay is always a threat. Minnesota, you know, they still have. They have a young quarterback. They still have their running back. Who apparently is made of titanium. I I can't believe Peterson can can has taken the beating and, and come back like he has. He's so. given
1: the beatings. <laughs> yeah. Too soon.
0: <laughs> Never too soon. Besides, hey, if getting beat with a switch means that you should have lost your job, then no 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 female in my family when I was growing up should have ever had a job. Hey, he didn't lose his job. Didn't he just lose it for the season? Well, you know what I mean, like suspended, yeah. whatever. Hey, man.
1: Um, spend it with pay. Isn't that the dream? Pretty much, right? <laughs> no, you kick them anywhere near work, but we're still going to pay you.
0: <laughs> all right? Okay. Works for me. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, anyways, I was listening to uh, a national sports show, and they were talking about the NFL and how teams manage to stay relevant. And, of course, you know, they, they hit all the normal teams, you Win. know. They would, would, well, obviously that, basically how they manage to stay on the radar as 500 or above, even when they go through down years or rebuilding years, whatever. Basically, they keep their window at least cracked at all times. And of course, they went through New England. When they got to Pittsburgh, they brought up a good point. They said, okay, Pittsburgh's type of team that goes, all right, we drafted you and you're excellent, blah, blah, blah. We're going to sign you for this contract. They might sign them for a second contract, but they'll never sign anyone who's trending downwards. Pittsburgh is not afraid to let go of someone and go, well, you know, how much money do you want? Well, I want this much money. Yeah, well, it says over here, according to this metric, that you're trending downwards. So good luck getting that that money somewhere else. It's been nice having you in Pittsburgh. Have a nice one. And New England is the same way. And then you have teams like, I mean, let's just, hey, let's just pick my team and the hometown team, Detroit and Tampa Bay. They were infamous for holding on to players for loyalty, sentimental reasons, when they probably should have moved them and got something for them when they could like Calvin Johnson, like Barry Sanders when they knew that he was unhappy here in Detroit. You know? So, I'm just thinking, eh, this season could be very interesting because you you have a guy come from New England who's now head of football operations here in Detroit. And this draft will be the first draft that... By extension, Millen doesn't have his fingerprints on. Yes, at all.
1: that's true. The stink of Millen is finally gone with no more Mayhew.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's if you're if you're a Detroit Lions fan, like I said earlier, this is your this is your fucking Super Bowl, the draft, <laughs> and this is probably the first time since 2007 when you saw Calvin Johnson fall to you. And you had Mike March as an offensive coordinator, and you were like, "Oh my God, put those two together. One plus one equals powerful erection. We're going, we're going to do something." And then, of course, And that's exactly what they did. He yeah. is the point where the man retired, and he's and he's not even. He's what thirty? Do I
1: have an explosion sound effect?
0: <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's, to go back to the top real quick of, of the list, San Francisco, because San Francisco is not, it's not having a good time right now yeah. with their football club, and for them to have the roughest strength of schedule, I think there's going to be a lot of fans in the Bay Area who are not going to be happy.
1: A lot of people going over to hang out in the black hole instead. Yeah, they pretty across much. Across the Bay. Derek Carr. He did me well in fantasy football last year. Got me to a <laughs> Super Bowl. I lost. Thank you for downloading Sporgy for free on iTunes or from ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate Sporgy five stars on iTunes and help to tell others about Sporgy by leaving a comment. Thank you for following Sporgy on Twitter, at SporgyPodcast. Please like Sporgy on Facebook to like and share Sporgy. If you would like to donate to Sporgy, you can click on the PayPal button at ChristopherMedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click and bookmark the Amazon link at ChristopherMedia.net. It will not cost you any extra money, and you will help to support Sporgy. If you are looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media uses HostGator to host all of the shows produced by the Christopher Media Network. When you click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net and sign up for HostGator, you are helping to support Sporgy. There you go. The new guy's on the block. Guys are tired of all those boring socks and ties. Bro Basket is the answer to the age-old question. What do I get a guy? We know that choosing the perfect gift for a man is a difficult task, but not anymore. Thebrobasket.com is here to help. We all know men are hard to shop for, but what do guys actually like? Their favorite alcohol. That's what. It could be craft beer, wine, whiskey, scotch, or tequila. Thebrobasket.com will put it in a gift basket full of their favorite gear and goodies. You can customize your own bro basket or choose from a variety of different bro baskets like the Ultimate Import Sampler, the Jack and Coke gift set, or the Junior Executive Gift Basket. Boozeless but still cool bro baskets are also available. Thebrobasket.com BroBasket.com gives you many shipping options to choose from, including rush delivery and Saturdays. 21 and over, please. State and local laws apply. Beer, wine, and liquor are not available for shipping in all states. You can help to support Christopher Media by clicking through the BroBasket.com banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Alcohol gift baskets. What men really want. Men used to be hard to shop for. TheBroBasket.com. There you go. Check that shits out. Thanks to everybody who's downloaded. More states coming online. We in North Carolina. We had Sporgies getting out there. Tell a friend. I'd like to say we're catching you up for the water cooler. You know, if you're looking for play-by-play updates and stats and scores, uh...
0: <laughs> that's not us. We're not. We're not going to sit here and, and dissect uh, metrics and saber metrics and talk about wins over replacement players and blah. You want that shit? Hey knock yourself out hey I like that shit but this isn't what this show's about yeah
1: we're just talking the sports I don't think I just helped their case at all by calling it the sports (laughs) (laughs) but thanks for everybody who's listening and we will catch you next week we're talking the sports
0: on the (laughs) internet. download us on the iTunes (laughs) hit us up on the Twitter (laughs) (laughs) and then get the fuck off our lawn
1: yeah alright we'll catch you next week thanks for listening
0: Later.